The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome back, everybody. We'll be getting started in just another minute or so. This is a perfect time, actually, to look at the relationship of the mind and body right now. And no matter the moment, we have this potential, any moment is suitable for this possibility of something truly beautiful and liberating to show up, which is the mind always has this capacity to be relating to the body, to be knowing the body in a beautiful way, in a liberated way. In the same way, it's always possible, like in this moment even, for the mind to have a hellish relationship to the body the bodily experience, for there the relationship to be characterized by a lot of denial or resistance or total hatred <laughs> or greed, really wanting something out of the experience of the body. And the more we practice with mindfulness of body, it's like I sometimes say, you know, if we knew there were, you know, gold coins in our house, but they were hidden, we'd probably spend some time looking for them because they're valuable. And so in the course of our practice, if we've uncovered moments where <clears throat> the heart is relating to the body in this beautiful, wholesome, liberating way, and we felt the healing of that and the insight and the pleasure of that, well then we'd be really curious about like, well, how about this moment? Is that freedom available in this moment? And the reason we get thrown off, this is a good thing <clears throat> to mention at the beginning of a sitting period, which is why I'm taking why I'm taking the time now. You know, when we after a busy day, and somebody actually sent in a question, um, you know, just about most of our days being filled with activity that require a lot of social interaction and a lot of critical thinking, and this sort of mental activity that our daily life, our jobs require, it it does support the habit of being disconnected with the body. So then you come home, like we many of you have, or you stop working, you're at home, but you stop working, and you get invited to be present with the body, and what do we discover? Well, initially the discovery, there's a lot of physical tension, the sort of residual armoring, the residual lack of awareness, all of the karmic consequences for what the mind has been up to these last hours and years and lifetimes, 
then that's what we feel when we are invited to be aware of the body. We feel the twisted steel, we feel the heaviness, we feel the hardness, the numbness, we feel the tension. So it seems on the surface that this can't be the way. And we fall back into that habit, I want to fix this, I want to get away from this. And we basically end up laying down another layer of tension. Basically another layer of unwholesome karma in terms of how the mind is relating to the body. So one way we can um, begin is just to reflect about our posture and to have a dignified posture no matter what our body feels like. And that doesn't mean, that isn't like an invitation to get tight with the body. But it's more like we respect that there's something here in the mind relating to the body. In a way, and I mentioned this I think the first week, there actually isn't a body. There's only the experience of the mind knowing the body. That's what we know. We don't know the body, we know the mind knowing the body. The body is known through the mind. So we're aware of the mind, the sensitive mind, knowing the body. This is why our idea of the body, the thoughts we have about the body, really matter. It affects how we experience the body. If I think my body's a dead weight, then we should be surprised that it feels so much like a dead weight, you know, like a, a ball and chain, a big burden that I have this 62-year-old body or whatever it might be. So when we, like we're doing now, cultivating our sitting posture for the 30-minute set, how might our sitting posture, wherever we're sitting, however our body is doing today, how might our posture reflect some sense that this is a, a very real, sacred working ground, the place where we, over time, learn a thing or two about awakening, about the freedom that the Buddha and our spiritual ancestors talk about. In the same way that human beings have built beautiful temples over the centuries because they've been inspired. Right? So in a way, even with our aching bodies, we build a beautiful temple for our sitting practice. And of course, it's going to look different for each of us. And we're not trying to fit some ideal. But just what does a dignified, beautiful posture that reflects our 
interest in being released and relaxed and our interest in being clear and awake. What does that kind of posture look and feel like right now, today? And as you sense into that, just take a few longer, deeper breaths in and out just to make more subtle adjustments if they're needed where you're consciously filling and emptying the lungs without rushing. Allow the eyes to lightly close if that feels appropriate for you or be slightly open if that's how you prefer. And eventually let the breathing become easy and natural. Trust the body to do the breathing, whatever that might be like. Opening and receiving all the sensations in the face and head. We feel the head there resting on the shoulders, supported by the neck. Any residual tension around the jaw and mouth. Any residual tension in the eyes and brow in the temples and just feeling the entirety of the head and face for a little longer like a beautiful smile we receive in a loving and kind way the experience of the head and face And we take the time to open to the throat and sides of the neck and back of the neck in the same way. Almost as if it's an act of devotion, just this willingness to be present to whatever is moving here in the neck and the throat, the sides of the neck, back of the neck. And again, we're really emphasizing this potential that there is a way to be relating to these sensations, to the experience here that's really beautiful and liberating and healing and all around good. And relating now to the tops of the shoulders, just letting the awareness, the sensitivity soak into the shoulders, tops of the shoulders and shoulder joints. 
And we practice not being afraid of any unpleasant sensations that might be present, making sure to include things as they actually are in the body, part by part. We feel the clothes, the sleeves touching the skin of the upper arms. We feel the biceps and the underarms, uh, maybe some warmth, feeling the sensations of the bend of the elbows, whatever that's like, and the forearms just as they are. Back of the hands. See if you can notice the air touching the skin, perhaps at the back of the hands, the wrists, feeling the pinky, the small fingers, both hands. Then the ring finger, both hands. The middle finger. The index fingers of both hands. And the thumbs. All the touch points, places of contact there with the hands and the palms, this sacred space of the heart being relaxed and intimate with the body, part by part, arms and hands, shoulders and neck, throat, face and head, scalp. And then the chest, the front side of the torso. So from the throat down, the collarbones, the front side of the ribs, the breastbone, the breasts, all the way down to the solar plexus and feeling any movement there, the front side of the rib cage. And the sides of the ribs under the arms, perhaps feeling a little expansion and contraction, a little movement. And then into the back, the shoulder blades, back of the shoulders and the kidneys, the spine, the upper spine. And any internal organs there.
And from the diaphragm and kidneys, we just begin to open to the front side of the lower part of the torso, the abdomen and all the abdominal organs, the muscles here. All the way down through the groin to the pubic bone. And then from the kidneys down through the lower back and the lower spine and the back of the hips. Feeling the floor, the pelvis and the sits bones, anus, the structure of the pelvis. And again, the sense of sacred ground, sacred grounding. This possibility of real beauty and goodness as the heart, mind opens. Intimate and relaxed with the body. Trusting, allowing the body to be what it is. Feeling the hip sockets and taking our time to feel down both thighs, just the obvious touch points. Any places of contact or even the clothes, the pants against the skin, temperature of the skin. Feeling the bend of the knees. And the shins. And the calves. Down through the ankles to the heels. Sides and tops of the feet all the way into the toes. Bottoms of the feet. Really deeply trusting, opening to the sacred ground of the body, this marriage of awareness and body, fearless, kind, unwavering presence. The wisdom, the heart that knows how to allow things to be the way they are.
Body is just the body. The body is just skin and flesh and bones. But it's possible to be deeply present and intimate and relaxed and allowing from attachment in a way that's liberating. So we're going to do a few more simple body scans, just keeping in mind the ordinary nature of the body in order to tease out any idealism the mind might have. So we just again feel the head and face, but just recognizing the reality of skin along the head and face, which would include the hair of the head. But just that sense, use both the idea of skin, but also then any experience of skin. in the face, throughout the head, back of the head, in the neck, the throat, just skin. So we're just attuning to the reality of skin and around the shoulders, tops of the shoulders, down both arms, just skin. There is skin being known back of the hands and palms and fingers and nails, the fingernails. It's just skin and nails and the hair of the arms. And on the torso, same thing, awareness of the skin in the upper back and chest sides of the ribs, skin, skin over the abdomen, over the lower back, over the buttocks and groin and pelvis, skin of the thighs, around the knees and back of the knees, down through the calves and shins, Just sensing the skin around the feet, some of it thick with callus, and of course the nails, the toenails, just skin, skin of the body, sensing the very natural non-attachment to skin, no need to be repulsed by the skin, but Also no need to be attracted to the skin, it's just skin. And in this way, as I'm imagining my own skin, really not so different than anybody else's skin. It's just skin, maybe a slightly different color or more or less hair, tougher or softer, but basically skin is just skin.
And now from the feet, as we go up, we'll pay attention to the sense of flesh. Again, not in any disgusting way, but just sensing into the feet, the fleshy, juicy parts, the muscles, the tendons, just the flesh of the feet, the toes, And as we move up and sensing into the calves and the fleshy muscles and ligaments, the juicy parts there in the calves, and up through the thighs, using our imagination, it's just flesh, of course, it's just flesh. And we take the time and let the awareness settle into the pelvis with a special interest in the sense of flesh and the pelvis. And throughout the abdomen, so all the organs here, the muscles, the tendons, the ligaments, it's just flesh. Lots of flesh in the abdomen and throughout the chest, all the organs, up through the throat, through the tops of the shoulders, the fleshy muscles here, and on both arms, sensing the flesh. Even down through the wrists and into the palms, there's flesh in the hands as well. Underneath the skin, each pad of each finger, a little flesh. And even throughout the head, the brain, all the fleshy parts in the head, in the mouth, sinuses, there is this flesh, neither repulsive nor beautiful, it's just flesh throughout the body. You can see we're cultivating a cool, equanimous relationship with the body by remembering it's just skin and flesh and bones. So we're going to go down through the body again, but now we're going to be attentive to the sensing of the bones, the hardness. So as we feel the head now, just attuning to the skull and the hardness of the jaw and the teeth and the jaw, even the cartilage around the nose. And just sensing the bones of the head, the hardness here, and the upper spine connecting with the skull. Feel that spine and the collarbones, 
shoulder joints, the bones of the arms and hands, all the little bones in the hands. Just bones, lots of bones. Feeling, sensing the structure of the rib cage, surrounding the spine, the breastbone, and the cartilage that holds the rib cage together, sternum, and the spine down into the lower spine and the incredible structure of the pelvis, quite thick, thick bones here. And where the pelvis and the thigh bones connect, bones of the thighs, the structure of the knees and shins, all the way down to the heel, and all the bones through the ankle and feet to the toes, and the little bones of the toes. Lots of hard bones, teeth, just bones. And again, just sensing the the bones here and getting, understanding that they're neither, these bones are neither attractive nor repulsive. They're just bones. Skin, flesh, and bones. And it's not just our body You could bring a good friend to mind and realize that in terms of their body, just skin, flesh, and bones. Our pets, skin, flesh, and bones. Our parents, family, made up of The bodies are made up of skin and flesh and bones. So for a couple minutes, just contemplating this in a natural, relaxed way, not meant to be repulsive. It's more meant to be grounding, sobering. Of course. The body is just skin and flesh and bones.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.